This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. Welcome back into a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name is Mac, and thanks for coming in for the newest episode. So, uh... Before we get into this episode, I wanted to thank Doug Buggle, a.k.a. Teddy Bowers, for last week's episode. Um, I was sent a copy of the book from his publishing company, uh, Doran's Publishing, so I wanted to say thank you for that, and uh, I'm sure going to check it out. Um, and I'm just really impressed by everything Doug's done because we connected all the way back in week 16 of the podcast, and now I'm doing, like, what, episode 85 or something like that? And just like the way his life has, you know, moved on is just amazing to me. So I'm really proud of you, Doug. Great job with everything you're doing. And, uh, you know, keep up the good work. Um, I, too, have come a long, long way with the, all this kind of stuff. But I got to say, so back when she, when my ex first put her first TRO on me, that was all the way back in October of 2021. And, you know, I've been doing this podcast for so long and I've been documenting, you know, what's been going on with my legal stuff and things like that. And um, twice this week, I had a canceled court appearance twice this week. And, um, you know, okay, so back when those first TROs happened, right, my first hearing, you know, when she first alleged that I abused her, it was three weeks out from when that happened. And I just remember those first three weeks being literally unbearable because I was evicted from my house, had nowhere to go, and I was just like, I, I was without my kids. I couldn't communicate with them. And that was like a really fucking tough time. And somehow, I, re I don't, you know, I remember running. I, man, it was a blur of how I survived those first couple of days. And, um, you know, eventually that, Three weeks came and went and I had my initial hearing and like all I heard was, yeah, no, you're still going to continue to not be able to communicate with your kids. And like those early days, I grew. Um, that was that was my like development stage, so to speak. And I was trying to just stay above water and and try and figure out, you know, how I could be uncomfortable in the pain. And that took months that took months until that initial restraining order was resolved and um you know it was it was just a dark time but now it's kind of you know this whole case has materialized in in different ways i have um you know gotten expanded parenting time things like that um but just this week i had two canceled court dates and um in the past you know i've I've skipped doing episodes because I have meant to recap what would have happened in the court stuff, but I never got the chance. So 
two canceled court dates this week. And, you know, um, Brittany, Brittany Parisi, my lawyer out of New Jersey, she messaged me and said that the reason that they were canceled is because my next's lawyer is scheduling herself for things in the afternoon on the dates that I'm supposed to have my stuff heard. Um, and that's why it's not going on. And like, you know, I would have never described myself as a patient person before all this shit happened. And I've been trying along the way to find patience. And like, you got to understand too, there's a certain amount of like numbness that I have, uh, a certain amount of numbness that I have to the whole situation because I've been let down so many times. And, um, you know, like a lot of times I actually, I feel guilty about like hyping it up on this podcast and being like, guys, like perjury day is coming. And then I have to fucking put out a Twitter message or a, you know, X message, whatever they're called an Instagram message and say, you know, postponed, sorry. And I feel like I'm like letting you guys down. And then, and then, you know, you guys could be like, well, when the fuck is it happening? You know, I made, it was funny. I made this comparison to um, my friend Mo. And if you remember, I had my best friend Mo on this podcast months and months and months. I mean, this is over a year ago. And uh, Mo was actually in town and he and I had dinner and I said to him, I said, you know, you know, the way I could compare this to you, right, is like running a marathon, right? This whole thing is like running a marathon and you complete the marathon and they go, guess what? Start over, run another marathon. And you go, well, when I finish this marathon, will I be done with the marathon? And they go, I don't know, but you have to run it. And you go, okay. And then you finish that one and they go, mm-hmm you got to run another marathon. And you're like, fuck man. And you're like, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And then, and then on the other side of it, I have like friends and I have family and I have people going, when's the marathon going to be over? And I go, I don't fucking know, man. You know, like, I don't know if it was up to me, the marathon would have been done last marathon, but I keep getting shit just piled on, piled on, piled on. And you know, like what other reaction could I have besides being angry? You know? I don't cry. I don't cry. I mean, it's just like there's this certain amount of like, what the fuckness? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a certain amount of like, what the fuck, man? And, you know, I'm just constantly, I have this feeling that like I'm just trying to get in front of a judge, but, and they schedule it and then they get, get it canceled. But so like I heard that my, the, the judge for my DV case has, um, an illness. He's physically sick. And, um, that's why a lot of this stuff is being postponed. And then, um, you know, I, I mentioned a couple episodes back that like I am dating somebody and, and my girlfriend sent me a message and said, the County that you live in, in New Jersey is there's like 35 judges. And there was a PBS report, an actual video. And I think it's from the beginning of August, 2023. And she sent me this video and it says, 11 of the 35 judges in your county in New Jersey are out right now. So if you extrapolate those caseloads of those 11 judges, like think about all these people who were like really getting divorced, like either during COVID or post COVID. And like the courts are literally just backed up. And I think the other thing is they just don't fucking care. They just really, truly don't care. But the problem is, is that you know, like, and I, and I said to my lawyer, I said to Brittany Parisi, I said, you know, whatever happened to um, swift and, and fair trial, like speedy, speedy trial, whatever happened to that? And she's like, 
you know, well, that's really for like criminal cases. I'm like, yeah, but aren't I facing like criminal charges, like for abuse and abuse of the children and, and child neglect and stuff like that? Aren't I facing criminal charges? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, like, what the fuck, man? Like this. So the second TRO that I got put on me was on September 15th, 2022. We just passed September 15th, 2023. The initial hearing for a TRO is supposed to be 10 days after it's placed on you. And really, they're not supposed to last any more than 90 days. And I'm going on over a fucking year. So, like, how am I supposed to be anything other than pissed off? Like, you know, I, I welcome DMs. I welcome you guys, you know, reaching out to me. And, like, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm not the only person to deal with this. But I do kind of, you know, I don't want to single myself out. But I, it does feel, like, unprecedented. I mean, it, it, sound, it feels like, to me, a huge miscarriage of justice. Because... I could literally, I mean, hypothetically, of course, I'm not going to do this, but I could just walk into a fucking courtroom, sit down and be like, yo, I got all this evidence right now. All you need to do is hear it. And this whole thing could be over, you know, and my next knows it too. And and I got to tell you this, um, I got some information recently uh, that I know next you're listening to this. I know that you are, um, you know, that what's coming uh, and I know you're listening. That's all I'm going to say. I know that you're listening. And uh, you really fucked up, man. Um, but I'm pissed off. And, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten on this podcast in the past and, like, people have been like, you know, uh, like, I don't know. This is what my friends say. You know, you have a podcast just for this reason. So you can get on and air some of these grievances. But, like, it's just like, what am I fucking waiting for? What am I waiting for? I mean, why... I pay the price for the thing that I didn't do and I'm just sitting on this evidence for two years. You know, like I, I have it. I have it all. And that's like why I bring my lawyer on here to show you guys that I have it all. So like, I just don't understand and I don't understand necessarily what to do about it. Like I said, restraining orders are not supposed to last more than 90 days and I'm going on over a year. Um, and in that time, my kids are suffering. I mean, my kids are suffering because of the false allegations. Um, and my next is now, so I, I mentioned to you guys that I made a motion. Oh, actually, my next made the motion about uh, bills in this podcast. Um, I responded to the motion. And then, uh, you know, because she manipulates the system, she got an extra two months to for her reply to my response to her motion so it's like she goes i go she goes and then we litigate right but she fucked things up and she got an extra two months to do that and and no one there's no checks and balances because you got to understand 11 judges are out so there's no checks and balances so i did eventually get her response and it's riddled with straight up lies and you know it's lies next you know you're lying. You know you are. So, like, what are you expecting to happen? This is what I don't understand. What are you expecting to happen? Are you expecting that I'm going to be flat broke and I'm going to lose all connection with my kids? Because I'm not. Those kids love me. And we know it. We know it. And I don't have any charges on me. DCPMP has found me unfounded three times. I you you don't have anything. 
And I'm going to say on the record, I, I'm telling you, I walk this mountain every day. I climb an emotional mountain every day. And I know, I know I'm going to reach the top. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, you know? It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And winning is not, you know, winning my divorce case. I'm going to destroy the narrative. The narrative has no chance of continuing once the evidence comes out. All I need to do is get someone in authority to listen. And I could file motion after motion and waste all my money. But, like, that's what she wants, too. She She's filed all these trivial allegations just so I waste my money on bullshit like football practices and crap like that rather than litigating the real thing. But I'm telling you, it, there's, there's going to come to an end. It's going to come to a point where these allegations cannot be sustained based upon facts. And you know what's funny? She had never heard it before, but I said the other day to, to Brittany, I said, facts don't care about feelings. And she goes, oh, shit. And I go, yeah, you've never heard that before? She goes, no, you make that up. I go, oh, no, I didn't make that up. That's old as hell. But facts don't care about feelings, man. You might... My next was not abused. She wasn't. She wasn't. And neither were the kids. And she knows it. So... I feel like, you know, as I'm saying these things, I'm sitting here and I know that she's listening. And you know what? She probably loves the fact that I feel like this. Like I'm getting on the air right now, just like exhausted of this shit. But you got to understand too, I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. And I will die trying to clear my name. I will literally do it. And I will die trying to make sure that those kids are okay. I will fight till the death. I don't care if I have no money. I don't care if I don't have resources. I don't care if I'm homeless. I am going to stop the narrative. It's going to happen. It's, it's, that's not a, you know, it's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Okay. It's a spoiler. It's going to happen. So all this stuff that she continues on, I guess, I guess the way, you know, my tone and my inflection and everything right now, I guess the way I feel this is because like another motto that I had like early, early on in the day was like, don't try and make sense of the nonsensical, right? And like, you can't make sense of why she's doing this. I mean, what kind of loving mother is trying to eliminate a loving father from their kids and the kids from their father? I mean, she's not, a, my point is she's not a loving mother. She doesn't love those kids. I mean, it's clear as day. How can you claim that that woman loves her kids when she eliminated me from their from my kids for over 42 days for the first time with zero communication and 59 days the second time it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense and i've i've given up on trying to make sense of the nonsensical and that's why like you know when people say well you know when are you going to be done running the marathon essentially and i go i don't fucking know man and i hate that question i hate that question when is your divorce going to be over i don't know i don't know but, like, the thing is, is, like, I'm so emotionally detached from her that it doesn't matter what she does because life outside of her is amazing. My life outside of her is so fucking good. It's only when I'm dealing with this, this narcissist that I have problems in life. 
Because otherwise, like when the kids are with me, everything's great. When I'm out at work, everything's great. When I'm out in my social life, everything's great. She doesn't want to let me go. And the reason she doesn't want to let me go is because she knows that I'm the best thing that ever happened to her. And I know that sounds narcissistic, but it's the truth. You know, it's funny. So my kids, uh, when they were over at my house, they wanted to FaceTime their mom. And she was over at Fireman John's house. And of course, I record everything. And so I recorded the next at Fireman John's house. And I know what Fireman John looks like, but I got a good look at him on the recording, uh, you know, when, when, he, when we FaceTimed. And I mean, he's like eight years old. I mean, he's got more money than me. That's what it comes down to. And that's why she's with him because he's got more money than me. He's got a lot more money than me. He's got a nice house. Um, you got a lot more money than me, but that's about it. Um, fuck, man. And, and, you know, I know that, like I said, my next is, is vehemently listening to the podcast. I know that she is and how I know that you guys will find out more down the line. Um, but I don't really need to, to what I'm saying here. You know, like if she goes and brings it into court or something, what are you, you going to portray me as crazy? I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. And the angry one is not always the one who is at fault. Like if you go and you abuse somebody, what do you think they're going to do? Smile and go, please stop hurting me. No, we get angry. That's what happens. So like, what the fuck, man? I mean, I, I maybe like I'm coming on here and this might be the like biggest mishmash of thoughts like that I've ever had doing an episode, but like. It's just shit that I got to get off my chest because I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off. The postponements are the things that annoy me the most. The postponements in court are the things that annoy me the most because like the age of my case is more than most people, I would assume, especially when it comes to a restraining order, you know, and I'm facing, you know, these charges that like will affect me down the road, like they would affect me getting a job or getting a home or traveling. I could be stopped at the airport and like, you know, investigated because of my, if I was, if I was convicted of this, I would be a convicted abuser. And I'm fucking not, man. I'm not. And it's, it, there's no reason it should be going on this long. And, and the thing is, is like, that's why I'm so much more hell bent on destroying her bullshit narrative because, like, what could possibly be expected of me? Am I supposed to just sit back and go, you know, yeah, you kidnapped my kids from me for over 100 days, but, meh, that's okay. Let's mediate. No. No. These kids, you know, I everything I do is for the kids. My focus is a thousand percent on my children, okay? The issue is, is that my children, our children, cannot get the help they need within the narrative that's currently in place. So if that narrative is set straight and the truth is out, they will be able to get the help that they need. And what that is, you guys will find out down the road. But they can't get the help they need when they're being helped under this preface that I'm an abuser. Because I'm not. Because I'm not. And I'm going to fight it and I'm going to fight it and I'm going to fight it. And I think, I think my next's lawyer knows. I think she knows too. I think she knows. I think she's getting paid. You know, like that's another question. Like, you know, doesn't your next's lawyer know? Like how can she even represent, you know, such a slime ball? And it's because she's getting paid. She's getting paid. There's no other rest. 
Because because she knows too. My nexus lawyer knows too. Yeah, you, you couldn't convince me that she doesn't know that my nexus is lying. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's just getting paid. Man, it's just frustrating. And you guys, I, I know, you know, we all experience these long, long, long litigations when it comes to narcissism. You know, me and Doug on last episode, like, so he had, he's been divorced three times and he had two manila folders and he's like, divorce one, you know, one kid, one house. Uh, and he shows like a manila folder and it's like half an inch thick. And he's like, divorce number two. He's like, one kid, one house, manila folder, half an inch thick. And then he goes, divorce three with a narcissist, no kids, no house. And he brings out like boxes of just like court materials and papers and like litigation shit. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And like, it, it's even more complicated for those of us that have kids with the narcissist because they want to steal them. They want to steal them for their own selfish agenda. They want to steal them away. So it really, they don't care about the kid's best interest because you can't, if if you know that when, that's the thing, does my next know that she lied or she just told this story so many times that she's convinced herself that it's true? I mean, it's factually a lie, but does she live in a world where she believes that it's true? I mean, this is the shit where you say, don't try and make sense of the nonsensical. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm like... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I feel like Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I know what you did last summer when she's screaming out like, what are you waiting for? That's what I want to do with the court. What are you waiting for? I'm innocent. What are you waiting for? You want to see it? You want to see the fucking master plan? I got it. I got it. Get a judge in the chair. I don't care if he was hired yesterday. I don't care if he's had a lobotomy. A judge would understand the moment I put the evidence out because she's already testified. I have the court transcripts. You lied. You lied. And you know you lied. You know you did. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure it out. You know you lied. And what's going to come after that? Like, I, you know, I admit to having these, like, delusions of grandeur, and I've said in a couple episodes that, like, you know, I wish they would read her her Miranda rights and cuff her right there because she's a criminal who participated actively, knowingly in child abuse. And, I, I, you know, I could just picture her face right now. She makes these like, ooh, you know, this like squinty clothes. I, ew, I didn't, Mac, I didn't do child abuse. You know, I, I, you know, you did. You know, you did. You know, you did. And, you know, you married a person who won't give up. You know I'm stubborn. I am stubborn. I'll admit that I'm stubborn. But when it comes to my kids and false allegations, stubborn is tip of the iceberg. I'm not giving up. I will not. I will not. So I don't know what she thinks. I don't know. What the fuck does she think? 
But I'm telling you now, I have some information that I believe the, talk, the clock is ticking on this. And in the, in the famous words of Johnny Cash, you can run on for a long time, but sooner or later, God's going to cut you down. And I believe that justice is coming from the court system. And uh, I, I'm hoping that I can get into it in a couple episodes down the line uh, because I know my next is listening. She's going to be shocked by the information that I have. Um, I don't make threats on this thing, man. I don't make threats on this. I've, I've said many times on this podcast, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't have been doing this podcast if I had anything to hide. I don't have shit to hide. Man, I've talked about psychiatric evaluations on this podcast. I've talked about being drug tested on this podcast. I've talked about being supervised visits. Dark fucking shit. You think I got anything to hide? I don't have anything to hide. I know what I did and I know what I didn't do. And I won't be gaslit into believing that I'm an abuser when I know that I didn't and I have the black and white evidence in front of me. I'm not crazy. I'm angry. Sure as shit, I'm angry. I'm frustrated. What reaction should I have to having two postponed court dates? You know, in one week. In one week. What am I supposed to do? You know, if you have some advice on patience... I think I have patience. Like I said, I'm a little bit dead inside only because I've dealt with this so many times, you know? Um, and I'm resilient enough where I bounce back. You know, I might be upset or depressed for a couple hours. And when I get depressed, you know, it's kind of like my gas tank is empty. You know what I mean? Like I'm just devoid of any energy whatsoever. And I just laid in bed after, you know, the second cancellation this week. And I just laid in bed like fussing and <laughs> pissed, you know? But then uh, you kind of pull yourself up by the bootstraps and you go, we live to fight another day, you know? And that's the same thing, you know, even even Brittany, like, you know, she she's like, fuck, man, like, we have it. Like, it's just frustrating. The family court system is frustrating. And, you know, it's funny, I, I put a, a T-shirt up on the uh, on the website, you know, a Dimming the Gaslight T-shirt. And on the back, it says, fix family courts in broken lettering uh, because it's broken. Family court is broken. And... um. I do believe in justice. I do believe that I'm going to be heard one day. But when? Fucking when? You know, in like the Smiths, how soon is now? When is it coming? Because I have it. I have it. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So I will fight and fight and fight and fight until I have no fight left. But I promise you, next you're going to lose. You know it. I know it. The people around you know it. You stand no chance in hell of getting me convicted as an abuser. Because I'm not. And you know I'm not. I know I'm not. Damn it, I bet your lawyer knows I'm not. I bet you, man. But I'll tell you what. You keep lying in court documents, that shit's gonna come back to you. Like, what do you... I don't understand why she's lying in court documents. Man, if... If it was true, you wouldn't have to lie. The facts would speak for themselves, but she's got no evidence. She's got no evidence. There's no bumps. There's no bruises. There's no police reports. There's fucking nothing. There's nothing. And, and man, I'm, I'm just, I have 
videos and pictures and text messages, audio of all the things you did. What do you think is going to happen? Did you not think it through when you went through all these, you know, false allegations and got me removed from the house? Did you think I never had it? Had it. I'm, I'm not a stupid guy. You know? Fuck, man. Fuck. I'm sitting at this microphone, staring at my window, just saying, man, give me a shot. It feels like baseball, right? Like, put me at the plate and watch me hit a home run. I promise you I will. <laughs> I got all the confidence in the world. I'm going to knock it out of the park. Put me at bat. But I keep hearing the game's postponed. Over and over. The game's postponed. I'm sitting here waiting to hit a home run. Game's postponed. All right, game's postponed for tomorrow. I show up tomorrow. Game's postponed. Postponed, 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 postponed. And I'm fucking tired of it, man. It's frustrating. So I come on here to air my grievances. I have a podcast. That's why I do it. I'm sure some of you guys can relate because it's just fucking annoying, you know? But I'm just coming on here kind of blabbering. I think I make sense to myself, but I just feel like you guys got to be able to relate to this. I know I know I'm not the only one who has who has this prolonged divorce case uh, with a narcissist. I mean, I'm so glad I found this community because you guys, I know you're going to relate. So I had to come on here, spill my guts a little bit, get some shit off my chest. And um, I got some some stuff coming down the pike. Uh, you know, my next court date is supposedly in two weeks. Um, who knows? He, you know, shrugged my shoulders. Who the fuck knows if it's actually going to happen? But I got some cool stuff coming down the pike uh, that I'm excited for. And um yeah, you guys are gonna be interested. It it's something something cool is, is brewing. So um I guess that's it. I guess that's it, you know. Um yeah, thanks for listening and uh until next time everybody.